What's going on, guys? Welcome to June's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And a couple quick reminders. I was waiting for Chris. Chris isn't here. When he comes <laughs> back, uh, we'll have him give his opinions on the game that he picked for this month, um, and also uh, the PlayStation Plus games. Speaking of which, we are moving into a new month, so make sure to download and play NBA 2K20 and Rise of the Tomb Raider, not Rise If the Tomb Raider, both offer free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let's know what we thought of those games. Let us know what we thought of them. Uh, we just talked about Battlefront 2 and Call of Duty World War II, so if you want to see our opinions on that uh, and let us know yours, uh, check out that video. Uh, before we move forward, what do you think about these games being offered on PlayStation Plus in July? Um, well... At least we're not getting two of the same genre this time. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it feels unless, weird now. Unless there's a correlation between Tomb Raider and NBA. She's a baller. She's baller for sure. <laughs> um, did we get the last time we got an NBA game? Was that the 2K that time as well? I think so. Okay. Uh, so there's giving them out. Yeah, I think that's Sony's. No, is that Sony's? Someone who plays sports games. Who who makes that? I know it's two. Oh, maybe it's 2K. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, uh, I mean, I'm always looking. I like the idea of being able to try a sports game. I'll never buy one. So, you know, it could end up being something I like, though I suspect it won't be. But that's the whole point of trying it. And then uh, Tomb Raider, I played when it got rebooted originally uh, for a couple hours. And I didn't really get too much further so i like i don't really have a good solid opinion of it anyway so once again a good opportunity for me to try something that i just really haven't you know put any time in so yeah i'm gonna use it as an opportunity because i've also played tomb raider to possibly play a little further and see if i can get a stronger opinion on it than i already have uh i mean that's kind of the point of the of the show is to you know even even if i played it like what i think of it now hopefully my opinion on that has changed um and then uh nba 2k 20 is not a game I would typically play. So I always like uh, having a game that's completely outside of, uh, you know, my comfort zone when it comes to games that I play, which is a pretty big comfort zone. I play fucking almost everything. So mm-hmm. if there's a game in a genre that I'm not playing for whatever reason, um, I, I definitely, you know, um, I'm not opposed to checking it out. So uh, it'll be interesting though. The last time we had the NBA game, um, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but there's still some stuff about it that, um, was interesting to kind of be able to talk about. Cause it's, it's like I said, it's not a game that I typically would be playing. So it's a conversation that I wouldn't be typically having for sure. So I look forward to having that conversation. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, the biggest thing about this month, the reason I'm really excited for July seems really easy for me. Yeah. It'll give me time to play other games. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't really see, at the very least, NBA Two K Twenty being a huge time sink. I'm gonna play it one day, unless I love it. Yeah, I don't play it more. But uh, mark my words, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> but I, I've been surprised before, for sure. I went into Battlefront Two thinking one thing and coming out thinking another thing. Check out that episode. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Anything else you wanna say on that? No. Uh, all right. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon link down below. You can support the channel even further than commenting, liking, sharing, and uh, watching the video, which we appreciate all of that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, game of the month, we played Divinity Original Sin 2, which was picked by Chris. So, uh, just to reiterate, uh, next time he's on the show, um, we will go through and devote a whole segment, probably in a taste cast something, to uh, all the games that he is supposed to be talking to us about. And uh, we'll have a conversation. Probably a lot shorter, though. He's pretty good about 
mm. just getting in there and getting out when we do that. So, um, but yeah, before we talk about Divinity Original Sin 2, we got to pick a game for July, going back to randomly picked until I think it's your pick next, right? I'm next, yeah. Yeah. So, first start thinking start about that. Start thinking. Yeah. You got, you got a while. So, all right, I'm going to start hitting this randomly generating number until I get a random number. And then when I look at the random number, that will be the game for July. And the game of July is 10. Oh, awesome. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Oh, nice. <laughs> that is a game uh, that um, me and you both picked up when it came out. Yeah. We both dabbled <laughs> a little bit and we went, that's neat. And then other things came out, big yeah. things came out. And we both like, were like, ah, oh, man, we both have had conversations multiple times going like, man, I'd really like to play that. Yeah, I'd really like to play that. I'd really like to play that. So this will give us a chance to finally play it. What do you think? No, that's great. I, I hate spending, especially like brand new game prices and then not touching. Them, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. That was like when it first came out and uh, we bought, you know, full price $6 game. And neither of us really fucking dabbled in it too much. <laughs> oh. Um, no, I uh, I have a problem with that one, and uh, and I'm sure people are gonna hate to hear this one, but Kingdom Hearts three I bought and just never touched, so I have to do that too. I played that more than you did, I think, and I barely played it. So yeah, it looks nice. Oh, it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Dragon Quest Builders two will be our game in July. Uh, so uh, if you have that, don't have that, want to participate in that, or just wait until we tell you what we thought of it. Maybe we can recommend it to you. Uh, hang out, and uh, we'll be talking about that at the end of the month for Game of the Month. All right, so let's talk about Divinity Original Sin 2. If you didn't get a chance to play Divinity Original Sin 2, it is the sequel to uh, Divinity Original Sin, and uh, it is a top-down, um, uh, turn-based, uh, almost a strategy RPG where you get to make your own character, uh, make a bunch of choices that dictate your story, and uh, has a lot of different ways to go about doing missions, um, has a lot of different ways to go about um, going through um, events, uh, like uh, through dialogue trees versus combat, uh, being able to like stealth around or steal things from people. Um, and uh, yeah, you play as somebody, uh, being your character that you create, who is a prisoner who's put on a uh, island, or it's it's a place called Fort Joy, and uh, you're essentially a prisoner there, and you are trying to uh, escape Fort Joy by a lot of different means. There's a lot of ways it seems you can get off that fucking place, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, the story kind of unfolds from there based off of your character and your choices. We both played it this month, uh, mostly together. Yes. I played it a couple times on my own. But the biggest chunk of time I spent playing it was with you. And, uh, yeah, you want to give us your impressions of it? Sure. First? All right. So, um, you know, I was familiar with this game uh, when it came out. It was hard not to be when the year it released. Um, a lot of people during the Game Awards wanted it to be the game of the year. So it was really hard to not know about this game. Mm. Um, I had played a little bit of the, the original Divinity. Um, not the original Divinity. Divinity Original Sin, I should say. And, um, the original divinity, original sin. Yeah. And, um, I, I'd enjoyed it, but I just really hadn't like dug into it. So I, like I had no, I guess, excitement or anything for this other than like, it was just one of those games I knew I had needed to play because the mm-hmm. amount of just like, Oh my God, it's amazing. And, uh, so, you know, we sat down and we played and the first thing I, I noticed when playing it was, um, it has a really unique, um, it has all the like the races and stuff you would expect, plus some that I wouldn't expect, and even out of the ones I would expect, they they have. 
differences compared to like traditional fantasy. And I really like that. Um, specifically talking about like the elves, I really kind of like that. They're not what I would expect elves to be. They sure fucking eat people mm-hmm. and get their memories from them. Yeah. And they have a really like, crazy appearance, like the way their muscles are corded and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, I really appreciate when people can take traditional fantasy, um, tropes and, uh, reinvigorate them because it is as much as I love it. Um, you know what to expect with it 99% of the time. So, yeah. Uh, that being said, the character creator in the game uh, right off the bat starts off with some presets and then some uh, of characters that are in the game that you can just play as them if you don't want to go through the trouble of making one or you can get a template and make one, which I chose that because why the hell wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think it's neat, though, that they have characters that exist in the game that will be there regardless, even mm-hmm. in your story, no matter if you play one of them or not. Um, and they'll have backstories or whatever, and you can play as one of those characters. It's pretty neat. No, it's a great system, and especially because depending on how many people you decide to play with, whether you play solo or multiplayer, those slots can be taken up by those characters mm-hmm. or by a bunch of custom people. So yeah. Um, uh, so and then um, um, uh, while playing it, the one of the first things I I, I noticed, which I already kind of knew about the game, but uh, I grew up with. Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale, Neverwinter Nights, stuff like that. And those games are kind of few and far between. And this is like the next like step in that direction of those games. And so it's no mystery that they were given Baldur's Gate 3 to work on next. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, this game I really think is like the highest bar standard of the genre in current day. Yeah, and and I 100% agree with that. Yeah. The the quality, it's the pinnacle in the character creation, and then as soon as you get in the game, the, the way the game plays, the amount of stuff you can click on, the amount of dialogue choices there are, uh, the effects, the the way um, mixing elements and items together work in combat and out of combat. Uh, there's just so much here that um, I can understand the the amount of people who are just like, holy crap, this game deserves game of the year, and we haven't even. Uh, not to speak for you, obviously, but like mm-hmm. we haven't even beaten it. So like, yeah, when we played, we got to chapter two. Yeah. So, you know, we're in the second part of, I believe, three chapters. So, yeah. And uh, and I think you were saying before the first part of the game is 25 percent of it. The second part is 50 percent. The yeah. last part is 20 percent. So people online. So, yeah. Yeah. So we we did knock out a huge chunk of the game in one sitting. And uh, honestly, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. There's so much to do, so much to do, and I was never bored, even when we we're just idly hanging out in town. Because you're not locked into place. You can choose to listen or contribute. I didn't see a lot of contribute contribution in this one actually, but you can choose to listen. That's one thing I was curious about. Let me know in the comments for anybody who's been playing these games a lot more than we did. But in the first game, I remember you could like actually try and beat each other, whoever you're playing with, in dialogue. Um, you could do like a rock, paper, scissors system and decide who gets to pick what happens in the dialogue essentially. Mm-hmm. So you could almost get into an argument and this, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that I remember that from the first game too. So I was kind of curious because every time you clicked, it was just an ear icon and you could just listen and watch the conversation. Yeah. Or if you don't care, you can wander around and like take care of stuff while people are, are talking to NPCs. Yeah, you can really kind of play your own character and their story while playing with somebody yeah and if you choose to re-engage that npc um and you didn't listen you'll get that dialogue all over again for you so um 
really smart system. I have to give him a lot of credit for that. Um, which I do like that you can go and talk to the same person I talked to and get that for yourself. Because mm-hmm. that was one thing in the first game. If I talked to somebody, that dialogue was happening, progressing. And I feel like for story stuff, it probably still does that as well in this. But uh, I remember it, I almost felt like I had to be on top of somebody when I was playing with them in the first game because I didn't want them to be getting all this juicy info and details and dialogue right. while I'm like not next to them. For sure, for sure. And... and- that was a concern of mine even going to this because I tend to um, kind of lag behind when I play co-op games with people for some reason. I'm, I'm not like uh, with them the whole time unless it's like combat and then I'm usually really close to them. But um, and I would turn and I see you talking to an NPC. He's like, oh, man, because I thought I'd have to be listening. And then I realized later by clicking on them, I could just get the dialogue too. I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not missing out. So that's a, that's a really good um, insight that they had when they decided to, to do that. Um what else can I say? I mean, like the music is, is good while you're playing the game. The voice acting is good while playing the game. Like I honestly, any complaint I, I have with this game just at all was things that I was screwing up. So it's not even the game's fault. I was just like misclicking or like not paying attention to the battlefield and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's got a learning curve. It's not like super gnarly, but there's a couple things you got to like learn. Cause my, my third character I started this month, um, I like some of the fights we had, uh, you know, not necessarily trouble with, but like we had to be like extra tactical with. I was just steamrolling with mm-hmm. by the third character. So the learning curve definitely was a factor in a lot of the early, uh, I guess, maybe tactics of our fights because we weren't quite aware of how things worked fully or like I made a mistake a couple times of lighting shit on fire I wasn't thinking about and then it would blow something up and do some shit. And th- that obviously was a speed bump in combat. But yeah, my third time around just having that knowledge of how the game works Mm -hmm. um fights went so much fucking smoother for sure and and i actually kind of like that though because it it definitely harkens back to old rpg days definitely um and speaking of harkening back to old rpg games game does not hold your hand in combat (laughs) yeah they will destroy you if you're not on your shit it's so nice to play a game (laughs) where i have to quick save because i'm worried i might fuck up and die or something yeah so often i mean one memory that 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 really kind of uh, comes to mind is we were doing just fine. And then the first time we fought those three frogs in that cave, mm-hmm. it started off even like we were doing fine. And then as they kind of got the ball rolling, we were just playing stay alive and we weren't yeah. even fighting anymore. I was like, Oh my God, this is so what happened? <laughs> like, so. Yeah. And combat can kind of do that. Sometimes it comes out like, you know, you start off really good and it gets bad or like, you start off kind of shitty, but you still just happen to make it wherever. So that's one thing I really enjoy about the combat is um, it's strategic, but also it's not it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you really got to learn your your opponents and seeing you know what they're capable of and trying to take advantage of that and using you know that what you have, but also what your team has uh, together. Um, when we played, I played. Um, uh, like a stealthy dwarf dude who could sneak around, be invisible, which is so fucking nice, um, and backstab people, teleport behind them, stab them and shit. You were playing a cleric, right? Yeah, somewhere between like a cleric and a paladin-style character. Yeah. Mason shield, holy magic, uh, mostly devoted to like being able to heal um, and then just take damage. That was kind of my big thing. I wanted to be a, a, a meat shield, essentially, though I don't really – I didn't see a taunt, so – I might not have had it. Yeah, you might not have had it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's something in there like that, but I don't know. Yeah, but uh, 
I, I was worried when we first started playing because I didn't have enough tools in my kit to feel effective. But by the time we had hit the end of our play session, I felt like my character was really functionable at that point. Yeah, m most characters I was, uh, well, my character or any characters that I was responsible for started to really kind of feel like they were uh, starting to get... Um, trying to starting to manifest into something mm -hmm. uh tangible at first it does feel kind of like an uphill battle but then like uh once you kind of start honing in on what you are um you start getting all those tools to kind of um fight the way you want to fight for sure and actually that really reminds me of like dungeons and dragons because mm -hmm. like early level dungeons and dragons you don't really have a lot of tools <laughs> yeah uh, i specifically remember back you know playing you know advanced dungeons and dragons second ed like trying to play a wizard or mage. I don't remember what they called it then. Um, having like four hit points and like, uh, like a spell. Like <laughs> I was just like, uh, this kind of sucks. So, uh, yeah, this game does start you out very simple. Yeah. And then, yeah, as you know, you get in there and you start expanding your kit and kind of learning how to, to play it. Um, the only person I really even had any trouble with was I got, had an archer character and they were okay, but like, I don't feel like their their starting kit really like had a lot to offer, but it was starting to come together even too by the or as well as we were going along as well. So the game's really good about that. Um, and I never feel you never feel like you're making bad choices because everything seems to like have a good use. So mm. yeah. yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, all I could really say is like I had a great time with it. Um, I would like to play it more. Um, it is one of those games though, that is a long sit. Yeah. So you have to, if you're playing with people, you kind of have to plan it out unless you know, you don't work then obviously you have the advantage there. But, um, yeah, I, I could play this by myself, but I, I don't think I'd enjoy it as much. So yeah, I have two characters I was playing on my own and I still really enjoyed a lot, but I did have most fun playing with you. I enjoyed controlling two characters and letting you control two characters um that is a lot more fun i do i don't mind controlling all four characters because I, I like tactical games anyway so um i'm down to control all four of them but there was a, a, a more it's some of the shit you get into in that game is just more fun with people mm -hmm. like whoa that's fucking crazy or oh shit this isn't good like we got to work together blah, blah, blah. and then like it's nice having another you know brain involved mm -hmm. thinking about tactics and stuff like oh maybe try this oh i didn't think of that blah 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 and that is such a huge huge factor of i mean like i said it's it's fun playing by yourself but the just having you know more minds involved with it uh, I, I really feel like the game was really made for that mm -hmm. um so i agree um Am I jumping into my impressions? Yeah, go ahead. Um, let's see. So if, if I had two things, two words to kind of throw out there for uh, my overall thoughts on this game, it's that this game is intricate and meticulous uh, in every fucking way. Um, it is such a detailed game. Um, and not to take away from everything else about the game, it's it's a beautiful game. I think the graphics are fantastic. I think the music's fantastic. I think the character models are great. Um, I think the voice acting is good. I think the dialogue trees are good. But when you start looking at like the fucking design of the game, it is fucking meticulously made to the point where I don't know if any other company right now would put this much effort into a game. But Larian Studios did it. And now they got another game coming up that I'm really excited for just because they made this game. I'm like, these these dudes will fucking put the work in to make a deep ass game that really continues this genre in the direction it deserves um some people have kind of gone back and made games like this but they just kind of make like 
you know, Baldur's Gate fucking uh, clones, essentially. They follow all the things you need. But this game has its own identity. It really does its own thing. But it also so respects the fucking genre uh, where it comes from. It does not try and deny where it comes from. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is, is trying to lead it somewhere uh, exciting and different for anyone who did play those old games. You come to this, you feel at home, but you're also excited because you're like, oh, shit, they're doing different shit here. This is pretty cool. Um, the original original Sin uh, had some pretty cool systems in it, namely the two things I, kn- I remembered most about it was uh, environmental uh, stuff uh, to use in combat, which was really exciting and cool. I remember they were being like, oh, you can put ice on the ground and have fire here and blah, 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 and that was really exciting. But then also like the dialogue stuff, which was really neat, specifically in co-op. And this carries on that it, it does uh all of that on a deeper level which is really cool so um it's nice that there there's something so specific about the game there's other things the game does uh as well but those are some things they really kind of like put a lot of work into and they really kind of enhance that in the second game um but going back to the whole intricate thing the uh the dialogue uh paths you can take uh based on your character what you picked uh who you're talking to um is is really impressive each character i've played so far i've went about talking to people differently each time in really fun and exciting ways um and that's just it's it's just awesome it's i I never feel like i'm wasting time talking to any character in that game every npc everywhere has stuff to say and and things to possibly gain out of it possible or you know possibly um which is fucking awesome uh also the map is so fucking meticulously designed uh every little thing on this fucking map you can like pick up steal interact with uh there's little nooks and crannies to every part of the map there's secret areas you can go to um if you have certain skills you can run into secret shit like my guy kept running into like uh, stuff you could dig up way more often than my other two characters I made, but also you weren't running into stuff as often. Uh, so as soon as I found a shovel, I was like, oh, there's something here, and I just dig it up or whatever. And it's kind of cool because um, it, it gave me an element of surprise at all times. Uh, there's even an area you can get to in the first chapter. I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to spoil it in case somebody's playing and they don't know what happens here. But there's a place you can go to that does have a way you can get in there with only certain types of characters. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you're able to um, find the way in there uh, through other means, you can dig your way in there. And uh, that was just really neat, that there's there's so many different routes to do things. This game's all about choice, but also all about your adventure. Um, and it, it just really does it well. Um, so I really appreciate that. Um, it just seems so... Um, the people who made this game love the genre. They love their game, and they want to make the best game in the genre they can. And I'd argue they have done that. Um, and it just, it just, it just fucking oozes with that love when you play it. That nothing's, nothing's held back. Nothing's lazy feeling at all. Um, it's really impressive for this team to have made this game. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing I was going to add to when you were talking about meticulous is the the world feels very, very lived in. Specifically, like I remember when we uh, we were going into the fort itself, and just the amount of stuff that's just like strung about in the fort. Um, it it just it was all unique through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They could have very easily uh, copy pasted things, and they didn't. So um, it was neat. 
to see that. And that, that just translates throughout the entire experience so far. So, yeah. And, uh, even, even the, the layout of like Fort joy, also like the base where, where the, I forgot what they're called, but like the soldier guys are at, um, at one point <laughs> I had snuck into that place. You're with me, but I turned invisible and I was sneaking around, like going into like people's bedroom stuff in mm-hmm. that base. And in the story, it hadn't told us really to go in there yet. We just went in there and I was like sneaking around, grabbing stuff, stealing stuff. I pulled a painting off of a wall. There's a fucking hole in the walls. Able to go out and find a fucking um, a treasure chest. And then later in the game, it's like, oh, go over here. And I was able to like go up to this door that was on the outside of the bedroom that I had originally snuck into. I was like, oh, I know this area. Yeah. Like we were sneaking around here earlier. Um, You're just I, dicking around. Yeah. And I dropped a ladder <laughs> down um, for a team and we got into a weird fight there. Um, I think that's actually the footage that you're seeing here. Um, and yeah, and it's just funny too, because like you, you get to Fort joy and the, you're just like, we got to get out of here. And so you're trying to do that. And there's all these different people you're talking to. Some are like, Oh, I know, I know a way to get you out of here. You got to help me though. And then someone else is like, Hey, if you, if you help me, uh, I'll show you the way out, blah, 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 blah. And there's all these different routes and we're doing all of that. But then eventually we just kind of like stormed the base and we just kind of, yeah, got, Said, fuck it, let's see how much combat we can accomplish. Yeah. Because yeah. we were like doing all the quests and stuff, but then we got into combat. And at that point, I felt like emboldened. I was like, wait, yeah. we just dropped like eight of these fucking soldiers, guys. Like, why don't we just fucking kill them all? Fuck yeah. this. So we started going through the base, just fucking slaughtering all of them. We ran into some pretty stiff resistance at one point. Um, but I had gotten this teleporter ring thing and. <laughs> This archer that was pissing me off, I teleported out of the fucking base, like over the wall. So she had to like run through the town while we're fighting the other people. And then she'd come back up. I teleport her out another time. It does damage every time too, which I thought was Yeah, because it crazy. drops them yeah. um, out of the air. And uh, I started just using that ring in combat. Or was it gloves? It's gloves, yeah. Um, teleport gloves. But I just like kept wearing those with all my characters. I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to use this strategically. Mm. And I had to use it all the time. At one point... Uh, one of the enemies had shot a barrel, lit two of our guys on fire. I teleported them in the fire. I was like, fuck you. I was like, get in there too. And <laughs> then everybody was surrounded, well. like surrounded. I started hitting them and shit. I'm like, <laughs> and it's, it's stuff like that that I'm like, this is, this is fucking awesome. Um, yeah. So I already kind of talked about most things quickly, but, uh, but I like the character creation. I like that it has, uh, you know, like, um, racial, um, uh, fuck what's it called traits traits yeah thank you um so you get to you know start whatever race you want to play as and kind of think strategically on what they have to offer towards your build and after that you have like um kind of like uh presets of classes but then you get to edit them after you pick them which i think is really neat as well so the game really and i feel like it does it better than the first game it really kind of sets you up for like you want to you want to play just like you don't have to make your own character. You just play like one of our character storylines. Um, kind of play through as them, or you can make your own character. You can pick one of our classes, just jump in and fucking play, or you can pick one of the classes and then build your own class off of it. Um, has a really really cool system. You don't level super fast in the game, but when you do level, it's like an event. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm better now. Next level, oh, I'm better. It's like some games you level a lot. And you're slowly building towards something. And this is like every level your characters become someone new now. Like you, you're you that much closer to being like much better at yeah, something. It definitely feels more like pen and paper. In that yeah, regard. exactly. Like levels is, actually matter. Yeah. And so when I'm playing, like like a lot of games when I play uh, or when I play games that has like you know a lot of leveling, um, 
I'm just trying to fuck. Like if I'm playing an ARPG, I'm just trying to burn through those levels to fucking get more and more powerful so I can just destroy people and get loot faster. And in this, I'm not really even thinking about the leveling. Like it's exciting when it happens. I'm like, fuck yeah. But like it's more about like the choices and the combat and the gear I'm finding and the gear I'm buying and how I'm micromanaging all these things like my gold and what I'm selling and the food I have and potions and stuff like that. Um, so when leveling happens, it's, it's, it's like, everybody's got like, I was like, all right, stop. Let's fucking, mm-hmm. let's, let's figure this out. We, you know, uh, make our characters, um, the best we can for, for our you know party or whatever. Um, I do like also that, you know, the random NPCs in the game, um, some of them will join your party, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I also like too, that it seems at the end of, uh, the dialogue tree to get them to join you. They're like, oh, I'm a mage, but I'm also, you know, pretty proficient with a sword. I'm also okay at sneaking or whatever. And so you can just let them be what they're originally built to be. But if you need somebody who's not that, maybe you already have like two mages. You're like, I actually kind of need someone with a fucking sword. And they're able to do that. So there's this, there's this ability, almost like character creator without being in a character creator to kind of mold them in a direction that might be beneficial to your party. And I think that that kind of freedom is, um, is uh is good but also it's a neat way to do it i like that the characters feel well-rounded they're like oh i'm a mage but you know i also am kind of sneaky too Mm. um so it makes them feel kind of like your character your main characters in all fantasy games you're like the fucking end-all be-all best thing ever and this it feels like you're one of these people um you're a sorcerer yeah Yeah. because when you start out you're on the ship with all these people too Mm -hmm. and just kind of neat that you know you show up here and they're all trying to do what you're doing but they'll have their own stories they're trying to go towards too which i also think is really neat um yeah i mean i'm i'm impressed with uh the voice acting and the dialogue like i said before um everyone you talk to has a lot of character emotions um they're done really well uh i, I noticed the same thing in Baldur's gate 3 i'm not trying to bring the game up too much but I'm, I'm really excited for it like yeah i was already excited for it at first but then you know playing this more i'm like fuck dude like that game's gonna be sick um so it really looks like an evolution of this game honestly uh combat's fun man i fucking love the combat in this i like strategy i like tactics stuff like that and uh this game really allows you to get creative in the way you fight people uh every fight is an event um they're not i mean they can be quick sometimes but a lot of times you get into a fight and it's like okay we're doing this for the next like five ten minutes and like so you strategize work together um use your environment uh teleport people off fucking um uh, castle walls just to buy yourself some time um utilize things around you like things on fire uh we did that arena which was pretty neat mm-hmm. there's a caster that pissed me the fuck off we barely so beat obnoxious. him yeah and that was a hard fight yeah um the thing you know that uh hasn't been mentioned yet either is it has a really interesting system about like armor types because there's physical armor and magical armor oh yeah and some people you fight will have like no physical armor and, ma- and they'll have a ton of magical armor and you go okay well my mage is I could whittle them down, but I can start killing them right now if I start hitting them instead. So yeah, more maybe, strategy there. Maybe they're weak to physical or you know weak to magic, so you want to pay attention to that kind of stuff mm. and uh, whittle that down, down faster. Yeah, before I, I knew that early on, I was just like, hit him with magic, hit him with physical, and you're kind of wasting time there because you're kind of whittling down both sides, and it's like you got to look really for their, their weaknesses. When, especially when you use something with a status effect, it's null if they have armor. So yeah. if you want to make them like 
you know, pin shot, for example, with a bow will make them not move for like a turn or two. But if they have armor, nope. Yeah, you're just like trying to break down the resistance essentially. Yeah. So Yeah. It's it's a neat system. Mm-hmm. Um I just remember when I first started playing, I was like like I just thinking in retrospect, I was like, fuck, what was I doing? Like yeah, once Learning. you once you yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I forgot about that. Um yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, everything about this game is just fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just a quality-ass game. It's made really well. It offers everything you want from this genre. Um, they did it really fucking well. Um, there's all these interesting random things that happen, random people you run into. They'll start off a whole new chain of events. Um, even different characters that you might have in your party will have different interactions. Uh, we had, like, the Red Prince with us at one point. And uh, I hate that guy. we were all walking. I like him. Uh, <laughs> we're all walking, and I noticed he wasn't with us anymore. I was like, "What? The, where the fuck did he go? So I sw- uh, switched over to him, and there's just a dude talking to him. He's like, I've been looking for you. And I was like, uh, we need to go back there. And like, so we brought the whole party back there. And it's this assassin, essentially, who got sent after to kill him. And uh, we had to fight him. But like, you know, in my other playthroughs, that never happened, obviously, because mm-hmm. that was purely for him. Um, just like there's a dwarf dude that if you have, um, I think his name's beast, uh, they know each other and they'll have like a whole dialogue and talk with each other and stuff. Um, so there's all these different, there's, there's all these different NPCs with all these different things to say, but there's also ones that are directly connected to the ones that you may or may not have with you. Um, which just shows the amount of detail. Every time you play this game, it can feel very different. Um, so there's replayability in an already deep and long game. Um, I think this game on average is beaten in like 60 hours. So it's a pretty good chunk of game. Full um, game, yeah. And then you're kind of want to play a different character. So that's a whole other playthrough of 60 hours. So mm. you can easily sink hundreds of hours into this game, um, which is cool. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to touch on. I mean, I could literally sit here and talk about every single aspect of this game and say it's good. Yeah, for sure. I don't have I don't have any complaints about it. I don't either. Like I said, my my complaints were self problems. Me just not paying enough attention while playing. So well, yeah. If I did something and it like <laughs> fucking hurt somebody on my team, I'd be like, God damn it! But like that's my fault. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, the the game just ran and did everything the way it's supposed to. If I actually, if I could nitpick a little bit. Sometimes when clicking on people, when they're all together, it can be really difficult to like actually target the thing you want to target. I have accidentally targeted people before because it'll like randomly lock onto someone else. That That is a really good one because there's a couple times where I'd be trying to click on somebody to attack them and then it would highlight them, but then I'd click through them and my character would waste my turn and by walk. running over there. Yeah. yeah, And it drove me fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could sit there and just really wait and make sure but like i wish they would they would tighten that up a bit there's something there that just isn't a snap system would would do it so yeah um because that happened a couple times to both of us yeah um Um, and that that'd be the one nitpick i could think of it's a small nitpick Mm -hmm. it's just annoying when it happens god damn it especially in a game where like that one matter yeah that one (laughs) turn can fucking make or break the whole fight um there has been a turn in fights where I did the wrong thing. I was like, oh fuck dude. Cause now it's just got like even more hard or yeah. I lost somebody and now I got to revive them. And maybe they're the only one I had with revive, whatever the fuck they're called on them. And uh, now I got to beat the people to get it off of them and fucking use it. And it's, it's it can really, um, 
can really make the situation a lot worse. For sure. So, um, yeah, overall, fantastic game. Uh, one last thing I kind of want to add to is I have this game, and I've played this before this month um, a little bit. I bought it on PS4 because it was on sale. I was like, oh, yeah, I love the first one. I'll play that. That's a good price. And I play it on PS4, and it plays fine. It plays fine. But then I play it on PC. It looks way better. plays so much better. It plays so much better on PC. And these games are made for PC, but it plays great on PS4. So it's cool they even did that. But it made me appreciate the game even more playing it on PC. So it felt just right. Just felt right. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is how it's supposed to be played, obviously. Um, I mean, so, that's where the genre came from. So. Yeah. So I uninstalled it off of my PS4 because I don't see myself playing it on there unless I only have a PS4 and I want to play co-op with somebody or something like that. But um, uh, I don't mind supporting these guys, so I don't care that I have two copies. For sure. If I really like a developer, I don't care if I buy your game multiple times. So, um, so yeah, definitely a great game on PC, but it's, it's on fucking everything except for switch i think is it on switch uh i don't believe so but let me double yeah. check but uh but yeah fantastic game um and uh yeah probably jump into recommendations unless you have something else you want to say no i i think we pretty much uh covered it so yeah so i would recommend this to anybody who's into any kind of rpg not even just like these turn-based tactical strategic rpgs but just rpgs in general where you get to make your own character and make choices in the world uh even if you went back and played like morrowind oblivion skyrim any game like that where you where you like to make your character and kind of craft your own fucking story by your decisions um this game offers that really well um if you want to be a thief you can steal from people if you want to be um it's just like a brute force, like berserker type character. You can do that. Uh, if you want to be like a suave, charming character who can talk his way through anything, you can do that. Um, and so it really allows you a lot of freedom to have your own adventure, a different adventure than somebody else would have had, which is something I really value uh, when it comes to this kind of game. But also, if you're somebody who was a fan of the older, you know, Baldur's Gate type games or any games within that genre, um, and you've uh, been, I mean, you've probably already played this, but. Um, but if you've been looking for something like that, uh, Larian Studios has kind of taken up that um, the charge for that and has done it amazingly. So, uh, like we said earlier, it's kind of it's kind of the pinnacle, in my opinion, of uh, what this genre should be doing uh, in modern times. Um, it's it's great. So, if you are a fan of any of those games, this is a must play, uh, in my opinion. Um, if you like fantasy games, I would definitely check this out. If you like cooperative games, I would check this game out. If you like tactical or stra strategic games, not even just RPGs, just in general, I would check this game out. If you played like uh, fucking Fire Emblem, I would check this game out. Um, if you're into, sh I mean, honestly, everybody should maybe look into this game and see if you like it or not. But it is very much what this genre is. And if you're not into this genre, you're not going to dig this game. Mm. Um, so if you're only into sports games, shooters, fighting games, um, this game's not catering to that genre. This this game is hard into its own genre. It does it fantastic. Um, but there's so much to this game. Like if you just don't want to spend the time on deeper, more methodical uh, gameplay or character building, and you just want to play something, maybe you're coming home from work you just have like a 30 minutes to an hour to play a game you just want to chill out or whatever this game is not going to be for you i'm not trying to sway people away from it but um 
there is a demographic of people I can see not playing this game, which sucks because it's such a fucking high quality game that I would love to recommend to everybody, but it is not ashamed of the genre it is part of. And so um, I can't recommend to everybody, but I would definitely say, yeah, like just see if you like it or not. If you don't, I get it. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to echo the traditional RPG aspect. If you grew up old school PC game, traditional RPGs, you, you have to play this if you have somehow missed it. Um, I'm one of those people who missed it. So I picked it up and I'm kind of like bummed out. I didn't pick it up when it came out at this point because I really should have. <clears throat> um, and then to add on to that, um, where the inspiration for these types of games come from, if you're independent paper games, like this is yeah. a good representation of that on in video game form. Um, you get to make a character, you get to craft your story. There's stats and stuff like that. The only thing you're, you're not doing is physically rolling dice really. So like, um, Baldur's Gate three's got dice. Which, you actually roll. And which it's will fucking have it, yeah. cool. So I, I do think that this is like, you know, that old school RPG fans, game like um and i'm glad to see this genre be so um cared for by Mm -hmm. the company who made it um i can't remember the name for some reason larian studios larian studios yeah they they care it shows so i i really appreciate that even when that dude sit around playing Baldur's gate 3 dude he's like he's playing without god mode on he's getting killed in his own game He's going, ah, shit, like when he gets killed or when he does well, he's like, oh, that was good, like blah, blah. He's like excited about it. These these guys fucking love this genre. They love the games they're making. And it, it's just, you it shows. tell. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So um, those are really the only things I can I can say that, um, well, you did say or didn't, you know, in that regard. Everything else you said I agree with, so. Yeah, the pen and paper one's good, though, because um, it's hard to get a pen and paper experience in a game um a lot of games are influenced by pen and paper for sure but they don't give you the the choice in story the same as pen and paper does Mm. and you can't get that full experience but some people get really fucking they do a really good job at trying to replicate it and this game definitely does that shadow run was another good one that did that recently when they rebooted that Oh, the top-down one. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking the, about the, the one that's Xbox. in this genre. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about the Xbox 360 the shooter. shooter. I was like, no, it didn't. No, no, no. The one that has the, the Hong character Kong models look the, look the part. But yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that game because it bugged out when I got it originally, and I just never played it again. I think um, it was a small team. Yeah, yeah. I should probably go back and play that. But uh, but then playing this, I'm like, Phew. my my uh, standards are a little high now. Well, and you got a cyberpunk game coming out now, so yeah, which I'm also very excited for, and then also Baldur's Gate three. It's a great time. Oh yeah, to be a pen and paper fan, or a, you know, just a RPG fan in general. Um, we're finally getting some, you know, like Western. Well, I guess yeah, I guess they're Western. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, RPGs that are that are deep and and fucking worth playing. Yeah, we've been getting so many JRPGs lately. It's been nice to play some Western ones. So yeah, that aren't Bethesda games. Agreed. Um, that are just the same fucking copy and paste game with different skins. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, no. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give this game a very easy a, um, I think it is fantastic. I think it's the best in the genre. Um, I think it does everything it wants to do better than I thought it would. So it is, it exceeded my expectations. Um, there isn't a game better than it in the genre right now. 
And I think the next game that might be able to beat it is going to be made by the same people. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a fantastic game. The only reason I'm not giving it an A+, plus, I haven't beaten it. I feel like I could easily go to A+, plus if I beat the game and love it. Um, but I'm going with A just because it, sh- it just excels. It's not... This isn't a game that's passing. It's it's it does what it does with you know the highest of marks, and uh, it's a blast to play. I absolutely love it, um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just better than all the other games like it. So I mean, it, it's just what what else could I grade it? I can't give it even an eight minus. It's not. It's it's just great. I just the only reason I would give an A plus is I beat that game and I'm just fucking completely in love with it. If I can get through that whole experience and be done with it and just go. Damn, that was a good experience. I I will up my grade to an A plus. But as of right now, it's an A. It's it's just fantastic. I mean, I pretty much have to echo yeah. I think it's a complete A experience. The only thing I think um, that could lower it would be if like by the time you beat it, like I just don't care about the story enough. Um, I do think that can lower it a little bit because, or maybe the choices taper off later in the game. Maybe Fort Joy is just really intricately built, but maybe like towards the end of the game, maybe it gets a little more linear and narrow. Yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of of game to to like still go through, and realistically, the part of the game we've done, I don't really know what's going on too much in the story, so that's that's not necessarily a good thing. Though, Getting out of Fort Joy, yeah, exactly. So, um, hopefully, there's some depth to story. I think with that. And if the experience stays as exciting all the way through the end, has a great story, it is an A-plus game. But yeah. I'm not there. I can't do that. It's an A. Because yeah. it is just fun, especially with people. I uh, I wish we could set up a day to have four people play it because I think it would just be complete blast to do that. So That's one thing, too. This game is already fantastic in every way, but it's also a four-player co-op. Mm-hmm. And you don't lose anything. It just enhances the experience. Yeah, and you get to have stories with your friends at that point. So yeah, like within uh, the genre, it's like a perfect game. Yeah, it's 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 definitely great, and I'm gonna thank Chris for picking it. Yeah, it was a really so. good pick. When he, even when he picked it, I was like, oh, that's a good pick because yeah. it's one of those games like Dragon Quest Builders too that I was like, yeah, I've played it a little bit, but fucking, I didn't really get too into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will give me a reason to, you know, get pushed into playing it. And then when I did play, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this game is awesome. Like. Just one of those games I just wasn't playing for whatever reason and got forced to do it. So it was a really good pick on his part, unexpected. Uh, yeah, it was a true surprise. Yeah, so. I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm down to play that. So uh, definitely a good pick, and we'll definitely get his opinions on this as well and his grade. Um, I can only imagine he would probably – well, he'll, he'll talk for himself. Um, anything else? No. So two – hard days it seems uh let us know in the comments what you guys think of divinity original sin 2 do you love it do you hate it if you hate it let me know why um what kind of characters did you pick in it uh have you beaten it does it get better uh without spoilers please um yeah please or does it kind of taper off as you play it uh what's some of your favorite aspects of this game um what are some things that you just really love about it um i mean this is a game that you can literally talk about like every single fucking feature of it so just Tell me what you love about this game, what you like about it. What do you think they could improve on it? Um, do you think they're going to get, or do you think we're going to get uh, Divinity Original Sin 3, or do you think they're just moving on to bigger and better things with Baldur's Gate 3? We'll see what happens after they release that. Because um, I would definitely want a third one of this. Um, 
And yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about. Give it a grade in the comments below, but that's going to do it for this episode of Game of the Month. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. Uh, we have Discord link down below as well. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. We have a Patreon as well if you want to support the channel. And you can type in hashtag AskTLG. I forgot to say that at the beginning. If you want your comment to be featured on TastyCast, all Although I will warn all of you, I tried to pick about five comments. Otherwise, it can run a little long in that segment. And we have a lot of episodes in the last two weeks. So I'm not going to be able to get everyone's comments. But on the next taste cast, we'll definitely be picking those. And But if uh, you use that hashtag, better chances. If you type in hashtag AskTLG, you will most likely make in that top five. Uh, that's just how it goes. And uh, otherwise, it's just random. So if you don't get your comment featured, that's your fault. And uh, yeah. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until next episode, uh, which will be Tasty Tuesday. Have a good week, guys, and take it easy.